Welcome to Ministry Focus Podcast with Chad and all. This is the place where we talk real and we live Jesus. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I am Chad Nall. Quick question for you. Will Jesus follow you home? Will Jesus follow you home? I think it's a pretty powerful question to ask today. Hey, let's uh, let's get in the Word of God. Let's go to Matthew chapter 9. We're going to be reading verses 18 through 26. Listen along or read along, however you prefer to do it today. Here we're talking about the healing of the ruler's daughter. We're talking about a man named Jairus. Listen to what the Word of God says. While he spake these things unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And he behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood twelve years, came behind him and touched the hem of his garment, for she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort, thy faith had made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. And when Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the ministrels and the people making a noise, he said unto them, Give place, for the maid is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand. And the maid arose, and the fame hereof went abroad into all that land. So here, there, listen, there are many places throughout the Gospels where people stopped what they were doing and followed Jesus. But this is one time where Jesus stopped what he was doing and followed another man to his house. Imagine having Jesus come to your house. I heard about a little boy that went up to the preacher after church and said, you're supposed to come to our house after church for lunch. The preacher said, I know it, buddy. I'm really looking forward to it. What did your mama cook for lunch? The little boy replied, uh, do, I, I don't think it's going to be very good. The preacher asked, why would you say that? The little boy said, because I heard Daddy tell Mama yesterday that he dreaded having that old buzzard for lunch on Sunday. Wow, what a unreal story, right? It's kind of funny. However, is it possible for you today to get Jesus to follow you home to your house? Do you even want him there? Is it possible today for you to to load up the God of heaven and give him unlimited access to your family? You see, there's several things about this man, Jairus, that I believe paved the way for Jesus to follow him home. In verse 18, I want you to notice his, his humility. His humility was revealed. See, the man's name was Jairus. He was a ruler of the synagogue. He was a man of influence, a man of power, a man of means. He could have sent a servant. He could have sent word by someone else. But instead, he stopped what he was doing, found where Jesus was, and went to him directly. You see, God has a tender heart, a willing spirit toward those that are humble. Humility speaks volumes to God. Listen to 1 Peter 5, 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Pretty pretty straightforward, right? We must humble ourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. 
So look at the adoration of Jairus. You see, listen to what it says. There came a ruler and worshiped. I think it's important that he did his worshiping before he did his asking. He did his worshiping before he received any miracles. He did his worshiping prior to getting any personal benefit from the Lord. You see, God loves it when people worship him. John 4 says, God seeketh such to worship him. God doesn't turn away those that are worshiping him. That's what he cares. That's what he craves. That's what he desires. Don't make the mistake of only worshiping him after he does something for you. We are called to worship him all the time. This man, notice what this ruler, how he asked. Listen, he says, come and lay thy hand upon her. This is a very specific prayer. His request, his request was important enough for him to talk directly to the Lord about it. You know, some things you just don't delegate. He didn't ask the church to pray. He didn't ask the disciples to pray. He didn't post it on Facebook. He prayed. He asked. He interceded for his daughter. He got involved with the solution by using the power of prayer. You see, Jesus told us in Matthew 7, verses 7 through 11, about the power of prayer. You see, Jesus taught his disciples to give God a chance to give good things to them that ask him. How many good things do we miss out on simply because we do not ask? This ruler had it figured out. He went directly to the source and he asked. Look at his assurance. He says, lay thy hand upon her and she shall live. I don't know who had told him or how he knew, but he had heard enough to know that Jesus could. He had no question at all in the Lord's ability or power to change the situation. You see, faith goes a long way toward moving God's hand. Uh, I fully believe if we walk in faith and not by sight, we'll see God do miraculous things in our life. So listen to listen to how his request listen what his request it revealed honesty. See, the normal father today would have started out bragging about how wonderful his children were. The average parent today would have began listing all the positive qualities about the chair. Most parents today would have been in a state of denial about the true condition of their children. This man didn't try to explain why or how or defend, or appropriate blame, the average man would blame the school, the youth director, the pastor, the kids on their street. This man wasn't concerned with those those who thought it was. He needed God to intervene, and that requires honesty. We don't know what kind of sickness she had. The father didn't go into all that. He didn't feel it. He needed to justify or explain it. He just stated the cold, hard facts. He got real with God and told the truth. Listen to what he says. My daughter is even now dead. Remember the father in Matthew seven fifteen. Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic. Maybe you've prayed that. I don't know. If there's anything that will get God's attention, it's just pure old-fashioned honesty. This, listen to this admission. My daughter, not someone else's, but my daughter. Listen to, listen to it. Even now, in other words, this can't wait. There's a passionate urgency. It's time we make it a priority to get healing, to get help, to give God a chance to perform a miracle. Not only was that, but it's also painful. Listen, he, he, he said she is now even dead. You see, God can move and God can help and God can intervene in the life of a person that just gets real with him. Whether it be yourself or whether it be your marriage, your children, hey, just get honest with God. 
You see, the secret to getting the hand of God to move in your life might be just to crawl to Him confessing, Lord, my heart is dead. My burden for souls is dead. My love for you is dead. My passion for ministry is dead. My marriage is dead. My desire to give is dead. My relationship with my children or my parents is dead. My prayer life is dead. My personal devotion time is dead. Lord, I'm dead. It was painful to admit, but God responds to an honest approach. You see, it's rough on the flesh, but getting honest with God is essential for Him to work. You see, His request, Jairus' request, it revealed His hurt. The Father was completely honest with Jesus. He didn't adjust the facts in His favor. He didn't hide the facts. My daughter is even now dead. Not sick. Not on the brink of death. Not on her deathbed. She's even now dead. Man, what a statement for a father to have to confess to the Lord. Imagine the pain he was going through. He knew she was dead, but he wasn't content to leave her that way. I tell you what, if you're a born-again Christian, you should have just said amen right there. God has the power to resurrect. He can breathe new life into a person that feels dead. You see, her father could only think of one thing that could remedy her situation. That's the hand of the Lord. So I wonder today, how serious are we about God extending his hand into our homes and into our families. How important is it that God put his hand on our children and on our family situation? You see, this father was desperate. In his mind, there was no other option. It was as bad as it could get. How dead was she? How bad off was she? In verse 23 and 24, what happened when Jesus came into Jairus' house? Jesus said, give place, for the maid is not dead but sleepeth. Listen, the people laughed him to scorn. You see, normal people had long ago given up on her. The average person had accepted her death. Listen, it was done. He wasn't normal. He wanted her alive again. He wasn't average. He didn't accept death in his family as a finality. You see, the rest of the story's history. Jesus asked them to give place, and then he went to work. He didn't. It didn't take him long. The hard part had already been done. You see, his, her daddy had humbled himself and sought the face of God. Her dad had gotten honest with God about the seriousness of the problem. Her dad had exercised a little bit of faith in God's power and God's ability to turn things around. All that was left for Jesus to come on into the house and do what he does best. Guess what that is? Change things. So listen, friend. Allow Jesus into your home, into your situations Allow him to minister to you. But you got to do some things. You got to be humble. You got to be honest. And you got to come to him with all the pain and hurt that you have and give it to him and let him do what he does best. Change things. I hope and pray today was a blessing. I hope you have a wonderful day. Listen, go out and fight the fight of faith and don't give up. Amen. If you need to contact me. Go to www.chadnallministries.org. You can hit me on the contact page and I will get back to you. God bless and look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Ministry Focus Podcast with Chad and all the place where we talk real and live Jesus. Be sure to tune in next week as we focus on another area of ministry in the local church.